Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Lena Jones Diamond Network Show. This is the place where you and your business are the stars. Now welcome your host, Lena Jones. Hello, 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 hello. Good afternoon. What's up, Diamonds? It's a beautiful day here in Virginia Beach. We got hot weather, but not too humid. I am so happy to hear to see, <laughs> to hear. I can't see you, so to hear from you all. I'm so happy for those that are joined. Those are just joining in, and this is your first time listening to the Lena Jones Diamond Network. I welcome you, and I hope you have fun. Today is going to be a fun show. Today is my very first Diamond Forum, and uh, the Diamond Forum is pretty much about uh, a group of people. Normally, I'm trying to get those that I have interviewed already because I kind of know their personalities and things of that sort um, together in a forum with several discussions. Like I advertised as two subjects, but after me and the ladies got together on emails and things of that sort, there was another one that wanted to be uh, pushed in there, another subject. So we're going to try to squeeze in three subjects today. Those three subjects are about, is it ever funny? Where has feminism gone and where is it headed? And why do women objectify themselves because sex sells? Which is kind of rhetorical, but <laughs> kind of answers itself right there. But um, we're going to talk about those uh, uh, subjects today. But before we get to that and I get the ladies on the line, you know, I just want to talk to you guys for a minute. You know, this is the Lena Jones Diamond Network. This is the show for entrepreneurs, uh, self-employed, creative types, uh, and, um, you know, small, small to minute businesses. This show helps support them. It gives them uh, a platform for free exposure. And uh, if you have a small business and would like to have come on for an interview to talk about your your business, uh, give us a call at uh, uh, give give me a, shoot me an email at Lena Jones at guest at diamondnetwork.com. I'm sorry, my studio is live, so I pick up every noise. <laughs> So at Lena Jones uh, at the DiamondNetwork.com. And right now we're going to shoot over to our first song, which is going to be uh, Internet Blues with Ice Pack Tally. Uh, and we will be right back. Yeah. 
another internet It's an internet blues No life left to lose My hands off the sweat Cause I don't get My internet blues My hands off the sweat Cause I don't get My internet take care of a couple of things in the studio before I could continue. Like I said, my show is live and it is Murphy's Law. Anything that can happen will happen right here live on the Lena Jones Diamond Network. So I want to go on with uh, what I was giving my introductions for, for the Diamond Forum, the very first Diamond Forum Network uh, show today. And I want to let you know how you can tune in today. You can download us on iTunes. You can chat. You can Skype. You can use your computer. You can use your tablet. You can go to m.videobylena.com and click the call. And that works, I know, because I've tested it myself. So if you go in there and you'll see a click the call, you can call in on any of the subjects that we're having in, your, in, in my home studio today. So let's see. And also how you can get in contact with me. You can connect with me. I'm all through the social network. I am on Twitter, aka Video by Lena. That's Video B, capital B, capital L. Um, I have several hashtags. You can hashtag me with Diamond Network, hashtag me with Diamond Territory, hashtag me with Diamond Love, Hashtag with me with Diamond Delights. Those are my music people. And the new hashtag now, which is Diamond Forum. You can also go uh, hook up with me on Google+, Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Stage32. Um, I'm pretty much very everywhere. You can um, do all that and hook up with me. And I would like to give a shout-out to my sponsor, my sponsor, uh, Restoration for Life Ministries. They have a uh, website coming soon, my very first sponsor, and I'm glad of that. And once again, I will be on interviewing with the BTS, Ryan T. Shirley's show in July on uh, the 5th at, at 5 o'clock, July the 30th, excuse me. That's July the 30th at 5 o'clock on the BTS, Ryan T. Shirley's show. I'll start putting out promotions for that uh, in uh, a couple of weeks, you'll start seeing that along with the July lineup. It is about that time for me to go into invites, invites, invites for interviews, invites for interviews on the Lena Jones Diamond Network show. You will see an invite in your uh, response or your reply or your direct mail on Twitter, or you can send me an email. Send me an email. If you would like to be a guest and would like to have your business exposed, some free exposure, we don't get much as uh, small businesses, entrepreneurs, and self-employed people, creative types, 
free advertisement is not something that comes to us all the time. This is free, so if you want to, you can uh, send me an email at guest at Lena Jones Diamond Network Show. So, and also, I have a new email because I know that's a long email. I, was, I don't know what I was thinking, but I have the LJDN Show at gmail.com. LJDN Show. The word show. That's Lena Jones Diamond network and then the work show at gmail.com. I wanted to put that out there because I want to ask for pinup pictures. If you would like to be a pinup person for our music, you see me putting them out there. There are headshots of people. You can send me a selfie. Just stand behind a white uh, background or a green background. doesn't matter really what kind of, what color the background is as long as there's nothing else in the back of it where I can give it to my um, the advertising department, which is not really much, not much of a department, but I give it to them, the artwork, and they can do what they do on top of it. So um, if you're looking to be a pinup model, send me a selfie, and uh, I can have your picture, but only send it if you don't mind your picture being plastered all over the Internet. If you don't want your picture all over the Internet, don't send it to me, but if you want your picture plastered all over the Internet, Send it to me at ljdnshow at gmail.com. That's ljdnshow at gmail.com. So, yeah, send me those and also your music. If you have music, I I am talking to a couple of different artists at the moment and working on um, some things to uh, display their music on the show as well as working with a promoter, DJ, Brahma Bull, um, the DJ promoter Brahma Bull, I am working with him on promotions to help get these uh, people out who are creative with their music and their voice and their talent and things of that sort. That sort. Um, also, I am open for commercial advertisement. If you would like to advertise your business or your talent or something in a 30-second commercial, uh, audio commercial, please send it to me. Let me know. Uh, find out more information on how you can have yourself commercialized here on the show. And uh, we can get to that. And also you can write me. I just didn't think of it before, but you can send me a letter, any letter, comment, suggestions, you can send them to me. Send them to Lena Jones, Post Office Box 2025. You got that? Okay, and I'm in the city of Chesapeake, C-H-E-S-A-P-E-A-K-E, Chesapeake, Virginia, 23327. That's P.O. Box 2025, Chesapeake, Virginia, C-H-E-S-A-P-E-A-K-E. Uh, zip code is two three three two seven, and that's Talina Jones. So if you have any comments or suggestions, you can send them to me. The call number for today. If you want to call in on any of the subjects, because the ladies will be here soon, and we will be getting started on our subject for today. The calling number is three four seven two three seven. Four six nine seven. If you want to save yourself some costs, if you're calling 
um, if your only way to call is through a landline, which I don't think anybody really nowadays just have a landline. You can also Skype in. You can Skype to us. You can chat. Uh, Sweetie Pie is on the line, ready to take any calls to come in. Um, either her or I'll catch them first. Uh, either way, you know, call in. Call in the show. I had my first caller last week when I did the improv with Mike Brown, and I was so stoked that I sent uh, Gail uh, an autograph, Steve Hester CD, from his uh, Live at Juanita's uh, new CD, So, which is pretty jamming. I hope she got that, and I do hope you're enjoying that, Gail. You know, you can always drop me an email let me know how you're enjoying it. So right now we're going to run into our next song, our next music, which is going to be Jimmy Pat off his unreleased song called, this one is called Whiskey Train. So, Sweetie Pie going to get to that, and I will be right back with you with the ladies for the Diamond Forum. You're listening to the Lena Jones Diamond Network Show. I'm in. 
All right, that was Jimmy Pack and Whiskey. We're going to hear another one from uh, from um, Steve Hester. We're going to hear When the Whistle Blows coming up and enjoy this one because this is one of my favorite ones, When the Whistle Blows, with uh, Steve Hester and Deja Voodoo. Coming up, you're listening to the Lena Jones Diamond Network Show. Like a freight train, baby Rolling down the track Like a freight train, baby Rolling down the track When the whistle blows I ain't coming back I work hard all day Trying to do right
bringing us When the Whistle Blows, one of my favorite ones on his CD. Uh, right now, we're getting ready to start the Diamond Forum. This is going to be exciting. On the line with me, I have Regina Puckett, author Regina Puckett, and author Jacqueline Rainey. We are still waiting for uh, Nikki to get here, <laughs> but we're going to just uh, we have to go. The show must go on. And if she comes in, she'll come in and join us. Um, but right now, we it's the three of us. Say hello, ladies. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, to loosen things up a little bit, I know this is the first for, for all of us pretty much. So just to get things kind of loosened up and live, um, just, you know, relax and just have fun with it. I'm going to let you guys introduce yourself individually. I'm going to go ahead and take whoever the first caller on my line, which is Regina. Regina, introduce yourself and, and, and tell us a little about, about your, your books. Um, give a shot, give you a plug for your book. <laughs> and then after okay. her, Jackie, go ahead and, okay? Go ahead. Okay. So I'm Regina Puckett. Uh, my latest book is a romance called What the Heart Knows. I write a little bit of everything. I write horror, romance, poetry, children's books. A little bit of inspirational. I've tried to think everything. That's it for me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a broth? I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, dang, Regina. Um, well, I think me and you, we, we do, we write about a lot of the same things. Except I don't like the love stories that, you know, make everybody go Google Gaga, and, you know, all heart crazy. But uh, I'm author Jacqueline Rainey, and... I also write inspirational uh, short stories and poems. Also, um, my stories are geared toward women who I believe uh, are strong characters. We go through diversity, but we come out on top. And you can find my books on Amazon and my latest novel or my latest book is uh, Dark Harmony uh, and a Cold Supernatural. Okay. And that's it. <laughs> All right. So they're both good books, very good books, uh, two indie artists. Indie authors, that's what I call you guys. Indie authors, support, looking for support. Please support them, buy their books on both Amazon and um, wherever their books are sold. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get into our forum. Okay, this is, like I said, this is the first one. You can call in and speak to any of us at 347-237-4697 if you have something to say about any of the subjects today. And we have three subjects we're going to try to squeeze in. One of them is about bullying, what is funny, um, where has feminism, feminism, feminism gone, and where is it headed, and why won't. Why do women objectify themselves because sex sells, which is, to me is rhetorical, but because it kind of answers itself right here. But, you know, we can uh, talk on that subject. So we're going to dive straight into the bullying thing. And one of the reasons that I had picked bullying was because as a, um, as a, as a teenager, you know, I was bullied in, in high school just a little bit. But 
in elementary school, I was a bully. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess the table. I, I can laugh about that right now. I'm just kidding. I remember those days. Yeah. So, um, you know, so I guess it uh, got back at me in my teenage years and when I was more insecure about myself. Mm-hmm. So, and um, as usual, I usually refer, try to get it started with an article that I downloaded, not downloaded, but read on the uh, internet to help uh, get started. So, this one says, this is about cyberbullying, which is a lot that's going on mm-hmm. nowadays with the cyberbullying. Um, I personally have a nephew who, who thinks it's funny, you know, and it, it bothers me that he thinks that this is funny because this is not this is not something, you know, that to to laugh about because, you know, especially being on the other end. So it says to cyberbullying and it's like writing mean spirited email, text and posting such hurtful remarks for all to see on social networking. Are all a part of what we know as cyberbullying. Someone writes something mean and now that person is hurt. All this is instant media nowadays has become an easy way for these types of bullies to prey on their victims. Even mm. done if they hide behind a computer screen or a phone and not actually face the person. Speak up. See if you see uh, such posts. Don't be a faceless bully or allow them to get away with it. Be careful mm. what you write to others on the Internet. Words can hurt. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and start off there. So have any um, any situations that you guys know, or just give your input on today's kids and teenagers, even adults, what you feel about the, this whole bullying situation. Well, I, I have a bully show up on my Twitter site at least once a, a week, a different one, not the same one. But, you know, somebody will say something nasty in the middle of the night, and that's what you wake up to. And it's really tough to, you know, to just pretend like you didn't see it. And, I, and that's right. really the best way to treat it. But every now and then, the redneck in me comes out, and I have to reply. And then I wish <laughs> later I hadn't. <laughs> oh, dear. We're only human, you know. And I, I, I get it. I understand exactly what you're talking about because it is so hard. You have to try to bite your tongue when these people say, you know, some of the stupidest things. That's what I refer to them as, the stupidest things. I, I kind of have a love-hate relationship with technology because my biggest concern or what I don't really like about technology is that it does give people the ability to hide. And, you know, it gives people the ability yeah. to protect be someone or something that they are not. And it, they can cause a lot of hurt, you know, emotional damage to others just because of that. You know, and, and I experienced the bullying in, in school. You know, my first experience with some girl standing behind me when I was in fifth grade, and she said, I'm going to pull all your hair out and make you look like a gorilla. Yeah. And I, what? <laughs> that was my first, very first experience in fifth grade. And believe it or not, a, a bully is not something that just kids go through in school. There, we have grown women and grown men who still yes. act like those kids in yes. school. Yes. And, I'm not sure know, some people ever change. I think a lot of what you are when you were a kid, you sometimes that's exactly what you are as a grown-up. You just have different tools to use against people, a little oh. bit more sophisticated tools. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And, 
Exactly. And that and that that makes so much sense where the internet has provided a platform for people to hide behind. I mean, because mm-hmm. like with Regina, when you said you're waking up to a mean post, that's probably not a minor. That's an adult, you know. Well, yeah, um, it would have to be an adult. And, and you know, they mm-hmm. uh, usually it's somebody that I've never seen on my timeline before. It's like they, uh, like a heat missing, <laughs> missile seeking you out, and you wonder, well, why, if they've never stopped to say anything before, did right. they, they had to stop and say something today. Right. Well, wow. you know when they when they do those news uh, the, um, those news programs like 2020 and they find people like that and they get to the bottom of whoever it is, they never want to be on camera. They don't want their face to be shown. They're apologetic. Right. You know, when um, there are ways to find out who you are, you know, so, you know, you, you, you think you're doing it because I'm quite sure, Regina, if this got to the point that it, it became um, – harmful to you in some way that threatened your very well-being or your family, you would definitely find out who this person is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you would... Most of it's just done in a mean spirit. I don't know that. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and sometimes if you're kind to them, they will apologize every now and then. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, they didn't know who you were. You were a faceless person to them. You didn't mean anything to them. And so you were an easy target. But when uh-huh. I think you make you make yourself a little bit more personal to them, then they mm. feel a little bad about it. Right, right. Well, you know, I, I'm not. I don't want to be the one who is it's a real grim one here, you know. But there's <laughs> bullying is it's is very ugly. I mean, there are some very hateful people in this world, yes, and I mean, just to share, I'm gonna tell you, I've never really had any female friends now. But I've had I've had some some women and some young girls do some terrible things to me. I mean I've had drinks poured on me out of nowhere. Uh, <laughs> um, I can laugh about that one, but I the part the things that I can't not wrap my mind around. Okay, I actually had someone try to set me on fire once. Oh my god! And oh my goodness! Yeah, I had a couple of people try to poison me. And it was like I was told that I can't. They did, it was because they couldn't stand the way I looked or they hated the sound of my voice. Oh, my God. So, I mean, this is, it, it gets serious. That's why when I hear about these poor young kids who are hurting themselves or taking their lives all because of someone bullying them, it just makes me so angry, so angry to hear that. You know, I don't really remember being bullied as a a, a child, but, you know, I, I don't know if you would call it bullying, but I know I was never really with the popular crowd, and that kind of affected me. But I, I don't think they ever bullied me about it. But I think, you know, it's gotten so sophisticated where you can talk instead of just a telephone. You can get online, and there's just so many ways to go about doing it. it yeah. People have the pack mentality. It's when you get a whole group together yeah. and everybody agreed that this is okay. Yeah. I don't even think you realize what you're doing sometimes. Yeah. Or that you don't care what you're doing. Maybe that's the best thing is you don't care what you're doing. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. And it yeah, that's dangerous. That pack mentality is very dangerous. Yeah. Because you have that's when you have a group of people or someone, especially when you have those younger kids. I mean, adults do too, but when they cannot make their own decisions, they they choose to be a follower instead of a, a leader. You know, mm-hmm. my mom used to say that to me a lot when you know the, the earlier years when I lived with her. 
don't be a leader, be a follower. Yeah. yeah. And that well, that's told me to be careful who what friends I pick too because they would lead you. <laughs> yeah, I think that's so true. You do have to do. You have to be careful of the people who you choose to hang out with and be with because they, if if they're not doing it themselves, there's someone that they know that are doing it. As for me, when I get something negative and derogatory that's posted on my Twitter account, I repost it. I put them out there. I put them on blast. You know because you know so you can see so the people can see what type of person you are, what type of mentality that you that you have, and I go ahead right. and I, I put it back out there, and then I go in and I unfollow them, and I block them so they can't get back into my network, right. and anyone who socializes and chooses, because that's a good thing about social network, is you have that power. There's so many people that are afraid to use that power because they're afraid to lose their, their people, but I tell you right now, for every one that you lose, you will gain two more. So never be, never be afraid to let go of that person that's not doing any good for you, you know. So, um, so I, I, I'm, I, I strongly believe that. And I know that the social network is a numbers game, but not all the time you want people in your circle of people that are not good. I would rather be, I would rather have 10 loyal people than uh, 25 non-loyal. You know what I mean? So I just... I mean, that, that's just how I feel about it. And you have that power right there within your social networking realm to stop that bullying, to stop it. And anyone who goes through them to retweet something mean, you let both of them go. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and that's, it's, just, it's just common sense. Why am I going right. to sit back and let you constantly offend me? You know, right. when 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 I can, when I have the power to take you completely out of my network, to report you, to block you, to do what I can and anyone that is socializing with you that's gonna you gonna that's gonna allow you to go through them to lose right. to use them, you know, you have that power. And I was looking at National Geographic has a it has a National Geographic dot com has a, an article that says uh, the long-term effects of bullying, of being bullied and bullying. It says while bully kids have depression and anxiety in adulthood, the bully may have less chronic stress. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, they, do. they got it all off their chest. <laughs> they put it yeah. on the earth. <laughs> yeah. It says the effects the effect of bullying in childhood can cause a lifetime can last a lifetime both for the child who's bullied and for his or her tormentor. You know, mm. according to a Duke University, young adults show long term illness, long term ill effects of having been bullied in childhood. Those who mm. did the bullying might actually be healthier than their peers in 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 one wow. important measure. And the report is based on the longitude of the Great Mountain study that they did in nineteen ninety three that followed 1,400 children from West North Carolina researchers and um, interviewed the participants um, up to nine points. The first children that came out were adolescents between 9 and 16, and again, they were young adults, age 19 to 20. So um, this was a study done by uh, William Copeland, who was a professor of psychiatry and behavior science at Duke Medical Center. 
So, you know, so that's really, it's, you know, the article is here on uh, National Geographic. Uh, I usually try to click a link, and I don't see. Oh, yeah, I could tweet it, so I'm going to tweet it. I'm going to tweet it, and I'm going to Google it, because we, we, I don't have time to read the whole article, and, you know, okay. who's ever listening, you know, who, the audience, listening audience, you can look at it yourself about that, uh, that subject itself. But now, ladies, what should we do? I mean, what type of advice can we give to, um, for one, for, you know, for um, any moms out there that may be facing this problem with uh, uh, their teenagers and, uh, and see any telltale signs that they may need help, or as entrepreneurs ourselves? You know, because we are very active in social networking, um, what type of advice could we put out there to help people like ourselves who trying to build that, uh, trying to build up those numbers, and they have a whole bunch of negative people, but they're keeping them because they don't, they don't want, I'm sorry I laugh because I just, I don't understand that. I really don't. I don't understand that, um, to hold on to people. Uh, that's like holding on to somebody that's kicking you all the time, like you got a kick me sign <laughs> on your back or something, you know. So what kind you know, of advice? I'm getting used to block people on Twitter because I think it was a southern thing of me. You know, you're always polite and you hate to hurt people's feelings. Mm-hmm. It, was, it took me about a year before I finally realized, you know, that I don't have to keep these people <laughs> Alone, I can block no, it. It's okay, you know. Yeah. But you know, your mama taught you so many manners. She thought it was like uncivilized or something to just block somebody. But you know, if they weren't being nice, I don't know why I wasn't blocking them to begin with. But mm-hmm. it's hard. It's hard, you know. Even as an, I'm 60 years old, and it's still hard to know how to deal with people that are mean. Because yes. most, I would say, 95% of the people of the world are not mean. So I think it takes most of us by surprise when pe- other people find it so easy to be mean. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, uh, <laughs> I'm a child of the 60s, but, you know, my mother, would, I remember when it, when I was being bullied in school, when she found out about it, this is not the best advice here. So I'm just saying, tell the story. She told me I've got to fight. That's what she told me. Now, that's, that's, that's back then. Today, things are a lot different. I think one of the most important things right now, and I don't have any children, but what is important to me, I think it's very important that the children have, you know, a very open um, line of communication with their parents because if they are not comfortable with being able to communicate with their parents, their parents are not going to know what they are going through, you know, mm-hmm. not just in, but outside of that. Um, that way, if they're comfortable, they'll be able to go to their parents and tell them, you know, hey, this is happening in school, and they won't keep that to themselves. See, that's where all that, that pressure builds up, that depression sets in, and the, the, the low self-esteem, the breaking down of the self-esteem and self-worth happens at that point. You know, they need to have that open line of communication with their parents or, you know, it's not just a good close friend. They need that with their parents, an adult figure, mm-hmm. so that they can fix best way to handle a situation like that so that it doesn't escalate, you know. Um, but you got to keep in mind, too, that, you know, a lot of kids today, they're, everyone, even some of the adults, they're like, oh, no snitching, no snitching. I'm sorry, but if somebody is willing to beat the crap out of me, you know, <laughs> I mean, nothing, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to go to one that I I think is gonna be able to help me and protect me and say hey this is, and also you know confirm with me that hey yeah you're right this is not right mm-hmm. you know this is not right so well, that's that was, that's the route I would take. Well, it sounds like you need a a, a bodyguard. <laughs> it sounds more like you 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 you're in need of a bodyguard because. Um, 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 yeah, because the people that trying I, to throw put fire on you and, 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 and <laughs> that, that hasn't, it hasn't happened in years. And um, those are people that I I don't you know I don't even associate with. But it's just funny, you know, for some reason. I mean, just like a bully, just somehow they zone in on a particular person, someone that they feel is weaker than them, or someone for some reason they'll nitpick and find something they don't like about that person, and it's not that person they're angry with, I believe. I believe they're angry with themselves. There's something going on with them, and they're just projecting it onto that person that they're bullying. So. It is. It, it, could, it could very well be. But in, in it's hard in this day and age. I mean, when I see uh, my nephew doing that, when I heard about that, I was very disappointed in him, you know, that you would laugh, actually laugh at someone else's uh, misery, you know, because... Right. The, you know that's that's not right. You don't support the person that's doing it. You you try to be the bigger person and advise mm-hmm. them or or, or or walk away um, at mm-hmm. that point. But it's um, <clears throat> there are channels where, where people don't have that parent support to um, to to talk to about right. things like that. You know, so there has so there they there are organizations like this one here, like this one. The cyberbullying um, is no place for hate dot org uh, forward slash uh, cyberbullying, and it they gives you uh, how you can help and to contact them, and it has links to kids who care. You can write your comments, you can connect, and you can read about other bullying stories right there, because you know this is for uh, parents who may um, have. Um, telltale signs uh, that that is unhappy and depressed. There is something going on, or not even a parent, uh, a a neighbor, an aunt, or something, because not all the time you have kids that have that parent support. You know, sometimes mother is too busy trying to be be a friend or look like a girlfriend than to Mm -hmm. be mother. You know? (laughs) Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know, so they need that support. So the, I'm going to going to tweet out this uh, this uh, uh, this web link as well for for the younger people and uh, for 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 adults. Uh, my advice, and I'm quite sure everyone in the forum agreement with me, unfollow them. You know, unfollow right. them. Find right. out who they are and unfollow them. Um, you know, unlike them, I mean, I, in, in certain, certain, um, certain um, social networking sites, you can find out who is not, who's following you and who's not. I know in Google Plus, you just go to uh, your follows and you click on those who's following me. And if you see two arrows that connect, you know you're following each other. And, you know, you can find out through there. Facebook is a little bit more difficult um, to find out. And that's the thing that I that I don't care much about Facebook is, is that it is difficult to find out when people are doing things with you because uh, for 
um, to you, excuse me, um, because it's not that easy. Like with me, I get a lot of people that ask me to like their Facebook, you know, and you're going by and you're liking everybody's Facebook, but nobody's liking yours. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and then, and then uh, you know, on top of that is they may that you may not necessarily like their Facebook, but you do it out of being social because it's called a social network. You do it to right. network socially because there may be someone that you're linked to that may like that, you know. So and it, and it's just showing a show of support. So sure. I think that eventually there are going to be restrictions and rules to come out about social networking because it's kind of like the wild wild west. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I like the idea that social networking is untamed, but you should have be able to have some type of control in your own court. <laughs> if wow. you choose if you choose to have that control, you know, there should be some type of control in your own court. And I, I know it's a numbers game, but not everybody is there supporting you. Your numbers game should be about support. You know, right. those that are supporting whatever Whatever it is you're trying to put out there, there should be a support system within your network, and you should be doing the same for them. Um, and that's what the social networker, social networking um, was based on. When, when Mark Zuckerberg created, started the social network, he was sending out pictures of, of college kids, you know, that right. college girls that were cute and wanted people's opinion on them, you know, so they <laughs> networked. They networked back and forth, and they hooked up, and they met each other. And, of course, there were some people that put some mean stuff out there, you know, which you saw in the movie. But, I mean, and that's going to happen. But you should at least have that, you have that control in your own court. That's your network. That that network that you have signed into, you're a member of that network. That is your network. That is your backyard. So, and if you don't want poop... (laughs) If you don't want poop in your backyard, then you have all types of tools to take that poop, scoop that poop out of your backyard and put in people there that are worthy of networking with you and, you know, displaying other people's stuff. I mean, that's, that's that's my personal take on it. It's getting a little difficult, especially, like, on Twitter because, I mean, wow, I mean, on Twitter you are, you can put anything out there. Sometimes I get a shock sometimes when I go in and I'm looking at my Twitter and I see something in the feed and there's a girl with her legs open and she's naked. I'm like, hold it up. And then I'm like, okay, I don't have to retweet this. No. And I tell but I, my, the way I try and, and calm myself about it is I say, look, that's her self-expression. That's what she wants to do, but I do not have to retweet that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's and, and, and you don't have to keep it in your network. You don't have to keep it in your network because it invite it opens the door for other predators like that. To me, to me, it opens the door for other predators. I mean, if it, if my kid is in my network and she's scrolling through, you know, I don't want her to see all that. I don't. I, I don't want her to see all that. So, you know, I'm going to have to clean up my network. You know, some okay. things that you you do allow. Yes, you do. You it's, it's a certain point. You know, you don't have to be completely frigid, but mm-hmm. there's, there's a certain point there that, you, you know, okay, this is just not, this is just not allowed. I'm not going to have this on it. You know, I'm going to unfollow this person because, um, and because 
if they're following you and the people in their network are following them, that's what they like. If that's what you like, two each is on. Hey, you know, <laughs> go for it if that's what you like. But I don't want to look at the woman's crouch. I don't want to see, you know, uh, a man exposing himself. I don't want to see two people, you know, um, because mine is a business site. And I understand sex sells, which is going to our next subject, but I don't want to see. <laughs> I don't want to see that. <laughs> so, Wait a minute. Um, I'm no angel, though. I want to put that out there. I'm no angel. I mean, I'm not. I'm not exposing my my naked lady private parts or nothing like that. But artistically, there is yes. But I mean, there's just some things that just just too much. Mm-hmm. Too much. And, yes, that does move us right into sex sales, modern sex sales. So, but we're going to go ahead and take a music break right now. And when we get back, we're going to go on to our next subject. Hopefully, uh, Nikki, uh, Nicole Richards were called, would call in. I don't, you know, I don't understand what happened. You know, maybe she's mixed up with the time frame thing because it does get people confused. Uh, but, uh, Nicole, if you're listening, um, we would love for you to join us, and also if you want to call in or you have any comments to say about social network uh, uh, cyberbullying or bullying for your uh, for moms out there that's listening, um, call in at 347-237-4697, and we will be right back when we talk talking to our next subject. Right now, we're going to hear from the next singer on my list, and that is... Um, Gumbo Sally with Ice Pack. Go ahead, Sweetie Pie, take it away. Hey, Parky Way. Mighty Cootie Fire on a modifying day, y'all. Bon Ton Roulette. Second line. Gumbo Sally. Of the blue bayou, God save the queen. Mess with her, she put a hurtin' on you. I was rowing down the bayou one night, under a bright yellow moon. When I came across a girl that made me swoon. I said, girl, you look mighty pretty with that one tooth in your mouth. What's y'all's name? Gumbo Sally She's the queen of the blue bayou God save the queen Gumbo Sally Mrs. Hershey put a whooping on you Cat and alligator skirt Crocodile shoes A live rattlesnake necklace Alligator eyeballs for earrings and a purse she bought from Reptile of the Nile. I said, are you serious? Where do you work? She said, I rastigated over at the Voodoo Grill. Cause Granny needs a new still. She's the queen of the blue body. God, save the queen. Mr. Neville, second line. Gumbo 
Hello. You are listening to the Lena Jones Diamond Network show. And we are still on our Diamond panel with uh, Jackie uh, and Regina Puckett. And we are going to switch the subject. We're going over to switch the subject. They did. And hello. Yeah. <laughs> We are live, ladies. Ladies, we were talking about the switching the subject. The song went off, and, uh, um, and when I came on, the song was off. Oh, no. So it's okay. <laughs> I told you, it's Murphy's Law all the way. It's all the way live. Here I am on the Jones Diamond Network with my Diamond Forum. Um, this is our very first one, so, um, you know, bear with us if we seem to be a little bit misguided here, and um, <laughs> and we will be right on track. So, ladies, what did we uh, decide on that second subject? Are we going to go with the uh, objectifying themselves because sex sells? Sex pretty much what we're. <laughs> Jackie has I know, both. <laughs> I know a pretty face gets me lots of followers, and and I, and I get lots of marriage proposals. So <laughs> apparently, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to talk about why do women do it? I mean, why does a college student who paying their way to college to go and strip, you know, mm. while she go take off her clothes and, and, and make this money to pay her way through college. I know okay. that the cost of uh, tuition and with the uh, um, the payback being the way it is, you know, when, when I read it, when I saw it on 2020, I was thinking maybe that's not going to Well, I'm at the age people would pay me to keep my clothes on, so I, I think I've got the opposite thing going on. Here's a dollar. Don't take off. Oh, man. See, that? all my little secrets are coming out. Now, all right. Here's Here we go. Okay. All right. <clears throat> now, you you need to be at least 18 years old to even do that, supposedly. Okay. I, I was 17, and I was curious. And so... I, you know, back then you can actually just take a little white out, you know, and change anything you want on a Xerox copy of your birth certificate, and people usually accept that. Not mm-hmm. today. So I was curious, and I wanted to know what it was like. I wanted to know, what is it like to actually, you know, have men throw money or give money to you for dancing and take, oh, no, take it off your clothes? And so I tried it for, like, I think about oh. a week or two. I just so, wanted to know what it was like. My youngest daughter, her best friend, uh, she was, divorced and she had a, a child and that was the easiest way for her to make money 
You know, she mm-hmm. could make a lot of money and not have to work as many hours. And so she mm-hmm. didn't, you know, she could leave her, her child with her, her son with her mother at night and mm-hmm. go work for two or three hours and come home and have enough money, you know, to last her the rest of the week. So, um, wow. You see, that's the thing, too, because it's not only you can make a lot of money, you can make a lot of money in a short amount of time. Yeah. You know, but then there's the, you know, the other things about it. For me, I'm not going to say I can't speak for all women because, we we all were into different things, but for me it was like I don't know. It was I had an issue of of feeling like I was just an object. You know, today that still bothers me. I don't want to be treated like I'm just some object that can be bought. You know, and but wow. But but, but why did you? I mean, I, I know you were curious, but at that time, did you feel the way you do now about being treated as an object? I mean, did, did you, know did you was, feel that was, way at that time? I mean, yeah, I was 17. <laughs> I, was, I was like 17 years old, and, uh, and I had my, my curiosity was like off the charts. I didn't believe in like, I'm serious. When, if I was curious about something, I wasn't going to ask someone, oh, what's that like? No, mm-hmm. I was the type of person I had to experience it firsthand. Of course, I had my limits now. There were things I was like, well, you know what, curiosity, you need to get in check and take a back seat. We're not going there. But, yeah, that's what, that was basically what it was about. I think the way I feel now of being objectified like that is it, that came over years, you know, of how, you know, the way I was treated or from the relationships I've been in or the way I've seen women trained or, you know, that, that's where that came from. And I, I just, you know, there's so many men right now, that, even the younger men, that think that it's okay to treat a woman like garbage and, you know, just here, she, all she wants is some money. She ain't nothing but a gold digger. She did, you know, and it's, it's, it's a little hurtful. It's a little hurtful, even though for some women it may be true, but it's still hurtful. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want anybody else's money. I'm trying to get more, my own. Yeah. I wish more women had more respect for themselves. I wish they mm-hmm. valued the, themselves more than what they do. Right. I don't know. We just seem to be in a society that everybody's trying so hard to to have some sort of feeling, and they think that they have to sell themselves short in order to get it. And I just wish mm-hmm. that they valued themselves more, because I think they're going to regret it at the end, you know? Oh, yeah. That's true. That is so yeah. true. And it, it's also have to do with so much competition. Women have mm. to compete. You know, uh, we as women have to compete against uh, younger women, especially those that are not secure with their age. Uh, um, a woman that's not secure with her age is going to try to compete with the younger person. But you know, you can't you can't compete with a younger person because your forty some year old body and their sixteen year old body is two yeah. different things. I don't care. <laughs> My sixteen year old body doesn't do anything. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I don't care how good you look. Not saying that you can't look good, but you, no one would ever take you for 16. They may take you for younger than your age, but they're not going to take you for 16. And I think that in society, it's put out there, especially with the uh, celebrities, you know, they get touch-ups, they get this, they get that, they get everything to objectify this, you know, mm-hmm. right out there with with with, with society. And, and, and I think that because we see this, 
and we read about it, we feel like that we have to live up to those standards. One, we that can't afford true. to live up. We can't Ugh. afford to live up to those standards because we don't have it like they have it. You know, and right. two, I feel so bad for women that are that were born beautiful. I never had that curse. I always wish I'd been beautiful. But, but the older that I've done, it's easier to get older. Come on. Come on. You, you can't tell me. Did you, you can't tell me you were born in Russia. It is not that easy. <laughs> you know, it's, just, it's so much easier when you're not beautiful to get older. Because when you're beautiful, that's what people like you for. They like you because you're beautiful. And so when you start getting older and things start falling and you're not as beautiful, that's really hard to live with because then, then you have to question what do people like me for. Well, and I'm never really see, had to question that. That, that is why I am fighting. I, I'm at the gym. I've, I'm all about my healthy diet, my supplements. It's, I don't know. And, and, you know, at one time, I would say when I was in my 20s, that was it. I was like, you know what? I have to maintain this because this is the way people see me. <laughs> yeah, but what happens when you're 70 and you're 80? And I don't care what oh, you right. do when you're 70 and you're 80. That's you're, right. You're never oh, going to like this right. That's right. You know, you have to accept me. I'm accepting mm. myself for who I am, what I am, and what my mm-hmm. body looks like. I'll go walking. I'll do things to keep my cardio in shape, to keep my uh, 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 body, you know, somewhat acceptable to me and to right. my spouse, to my husband, right. to my boyfriend, yeah. you know. But uh, to when I was in my younger days, I did a lot of working out, worked out crazy, and, you know, I was into modern jazz dancing and things of that sort, and, you know, and, and, and my body stayed a certain way, but now uh-huh. that, I, that I'm older, my body is not that way anymore. I'm not going to go get a nip and tuck to get it to look uh-huh. that way, because I'm going to uh-huh. be satisfied from with myself. Self-love right. has to step in at one point or another and you know you have to be accepting of who you are what you are and what your body looks like there are things we could do to improve ourselves there's makeup there's going to the gym there's drinking Mm -hmm. more water drinking more water is like the keys to the to health you know a lot of people don't even do that what the keys to natural youth is sitting right there in your faucet and you're not even using it you know, mm. right there. So, I mean, mm-hmm. there are things that you can do. You don't have to take a bunch of different pills. You, you know, you, mm-hmm. you, you take a, a multivitamin that helps everything because vitamins don't stay in. We, we, we pee pee in our mouth. You know, right. so you have to, right. <laughs> you yeah. have to accept yeah. yourself and, 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 and love yourself for, for, mm-hmm. for who you are. And if, mm-hmm. if you're, I mean, I've seen, Strippers, not seen them personally, but you know, on the television, these are older women, and they're still they're still out there struggling stuff. I give them props for being able wow. to still want to do that, you know, and still mm-hmm. be secure with themselves. And their body's mm-hmm. not all that great, but they're secure mm-hmm. enough to do that. So I think it comes with self love, and I think it mm-hmm. comes with not trying to keep up with the with society today because you're going to mm-hmm. end up. Hurting yourself. Look at Michael Jackson. He killed himself. Oh, man, please. I, mean, I was had, just watching that so special many, yesterday. He had so many yeah. surgeries that he stayed in pain. He stayed right. in pain all the time. Wow. Who, who wants to See, do that? I believe, I, I believe in what I call the big three. Big three for me is mind, body, and spirit. Mm-hmm. You're going to have all three. You know, you work on your, your mind. You work on your You've got to have that spiritual. 
And you, and then you also take care of your body. You only get one. You know, mm-hmm. you got to have all three. You can't just have one. That's you know, right. that's why you can't keep all that junk in your mind about the, the negative things that people say and all the negativity in the world. You know what I mean? I mean, you got to flush that out. You know, get your spiritual right. You know, maybe whatever it be, Baptist, Christian, whatever, just get your spiritual balance there. And so then why keep, do like we I said. Feel, and, and why do we feel that we have to sell ourselves short? I mean, why do, I mean, I think the best commercial that I saw was um, <clears throat> the, uh, I think it's the, 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 uh, for the pills, for the spine, the movement, and they have, they show the skeleton of the uh, women walking. Have you guys seen that commercial? Oh, yeah. And then when it comes on, they're gorgeous. They're beautiful. I haven't seen that. I mean, you know, just just accept yourself, you know, for who you are. But if you can accept yourself and you have a problem with that, because this is raw. I did no research on this one at all. You know, and you, and you can't accept yourself and you have a problem accepting, accepting yourself, then think about what you're doing to yourself when you, when you, when you put yourself out there like that. You put yourself out like, up there like that, there's going to be a man that's going to want it. You put it out there, he's going to want it. His, it's, in his na- it's in his nature. You cannot change the nature of a man. It's put out there. I mean, you know, you 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 know, unless you're homosexual, and then you're not really interested in women in that way. You you know, your friends, right. you, you know, you're close, you hang out, you go out to eat, have lunch, party, have a good time. But you're not. They're not looking at you in that way. But for those men that are, you put it out there. They're going to mm-hmm. want it. You know, and wow. you know, so you're 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 putting yourself in in, in that position, mm-hmm. you know, right. to to you're selling yourself and you're making money, mm-hmm. but if something happens to you because of what you what you put yourself out there for, it's it's hard when and when you find you don't have that empathy from people, mm-hmm. you know, you you have to look at your life and and what you're doing, you know, what you wow. what you got out there. It's true, but you know, there's with um, if you know, when women do that, when we, you know, don't value ourselves, or whatever the case may be. I mean, there are so many underlying issues, so many reasons that could be. It could be, it could be something that stems from our childhood, you know, something we saw growing up, something that happened to us, anything. I mean, even even with the, just backtracking a bit to our first topic, even bullying. You know, certain things that we experience in our lives have a, a profound effect on how we view ourselves and if we, how we value ourselves. Do we value ourselves? Do we respect ourselves? You know? So it's, there are so many things, so many things that are underlying that could, I mean, could just be the money could be just the root, you know, quick, fast money. Because on TV, every time you turn around, everybody's talking about money, money in the bank, money in the bank, fast cars, you know. And then so you just want these things. And when you see an easy way to get them, it's like you throw your values to the side and like, okay, just let me get this money. It's crazy. It's crazy. But you don't stay that way forever. You don't stay that way. That, That body deteriorates and, you know, and, I mean, I'm all for do it while you're young. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we got to make our cash oh, realize. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 
You can have something oh. to look back on for when you're older, and you can say that you've okay. done it, but it doesn't have to uh-huh. be. I did it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to be, but let it not be something you're going to be ashamed of. Like you said, Jackie, you went into it, and you tried it for two weeks, and you made you some money, because I'm probably sure you're looking good up there, and, uh, you know, was, you got to... <laughs> it, was, you got... it was interesting. It was interesting, but it just wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, it just wasn't for me. So. Can we change the topic a little bit? To, since we're talking about sex and if it sells, what do you think about the way the book business is going? There's so much, mm-hmm. so much in the erotica selling these days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think that has a lot to do with what we're talking about? Yes. I think it fits right in there. It does. It does. See, now, my fourth book, I call it erotic drama. But here's the thing. It's I've never read Fifty Shades of Grey, but I've heard a lot of people talking about it. And it's not. It is it's, it's that book, my book is not like all oh, with you know, whatever that crazy mess is, it's different. It's about yeah. a woman, she's got three personalities and she's crazy. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's the main story. <laughs> but it sells. It, 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 you know, if it's hot, if it's hot and steamy, but that's some you, steamy you know. stuff. But it's not like that crazy steamy stuff. But it's like, you know. <laughs> oh man, there's but, so much yeah. books out there. I wonder how much long before people get tired of it, though. You know. Oh my goodness! Please. Do you think because you don't think they will? Does. You don't think so? I mean, everybody's done that. Everybody's done everything possible that can be done in a book. When mm. do you get tired and you think, well, I want something new? What is new to be done? Uh, see, that makes it hard for people in relationships, too, though, because you got men looking at women, and they're expecting these women to act certain ways, dress certain ways, do certain things, yeah. all because they read it. Come on. Come on. I think that people will never get sick of reading about sex. Sex, without sex, we couldn't uh, recreate and populate the world. So sex is always gonna is always gonna be a factor. It's always gonna be a factor. And you know, I as much as I, you know, hate to say this, but it's only gonna get raunchier. It's not. <laughs> it's not gonna get any better because society hasn't got better. In order for in order for your readers to to get better, and not you have that elite few that maybe one, two percent, they're sick of looking at it, sick of looking at someone's tail. I mean, I don't want to open up a book and see someone's, you know, for JJ. I can look at my own. <laughs> if I want to see, see one, you know, or someone else's breast, I can look at my I mean, it just depends to each his own. I mean, if this, this, is, this is my personal opinion to my audience. This is not a reflection of on someone else. This is my personal opinion. I don't want to look at someone else's crouch. I don't want to look at someone else's breast. So it all depends on the reader itself. But as far as right. the sex selling right there, it's not going to get any. It's just going to get raunchier because society has wow. gotten raunchier. Society, wow. Look at uh, Rihanna. Rihanna went to the awards in a dress naked. Basically, yeah, they were talking, a, about, a talking about that. There's a beautiful dress, jewels, and all that on it. But she was, come on, the reality is, she was naked. She was naked. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, so this, still is, talking about this that. is the this is the way our society is going, and it's not. Uh-huh. It's it's not like a new generation is coming up that's going to say, 
oh, we're going to clean this up. They're going to always yeah. be wrong. Ranch has been yeah. around since the creation, <laughs> since, okay. since Eve it, took it that has. apple off the tree and bit it. That's it true. has been around, and it's always going to be around. And in today's society, with things, with, with you know, um, with it being like the OK Corral with the guns and the sex and the mm. nudity, uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, Regina, I don't think it's going to get any better. You just have to rely on that. One two percent that's going to that that eventually will get sick of looking at it, and it may climb, it may incline, and it may uh, you know go up and it may go. It's going to fluctuate with the generations because it depends on what society is seeing, and and what's going on in what's going on in their lives. That's true. So, so I mean, I I I think that you know steamy stuff does sell. You know, and I don't mind listening to Steamy. I don't mind seeing Steamy, but I don't want, at a certain point, you know, that's just me. You know, I I, I want to turn the page. Okay, I'm getting a little nervous now. And then, <laughs> what? It could, it could just, <laughs> Well, don't get me it wrong. Could, I mean, it could I've be written. my female parts getting, it could be my female parts getting nervous. And I'm just like, it's getting a little bit too <laughs> Too deep, I've but, written erotic know. horror with my daughter, Charity Parkinson, so, you know, I've, I've kind of dove into it myself, but I wrote the horror and I let her do the erotic part. And <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it can be in the back of your mind, you know. I remember the show, I don't know, an uh, interview with you or one of the other person, I said I had started writing about um, um, situations. And, you know, the stuff just was coming out of my mind, got so deep, that I'm just like, whoa. And I kind of slowed. <laughs> You know, because I thought about what people, what would sell. And when you think about what would sell, sometimes you got to get downright raunchy, and, and, and it sells. This is what people like to hear, either behind closed doors, in front of your face, being sneaky on social network. <laughs> because yeah. if, it, if, it, if it wasn't true, then the popular uh, sex sites would not be so popular. That's Sex true. all over the internet would not be so popular. Nobody does it. No one looks at it. But some, for some reason, it's popular as all heck. You know? <laughs> so, well, yeah. So we uh, I think I just lost. Um, someone dropped off. Regina, are you here? No, I'm. I'm here. I think. Okay, that was Jackie. Jackie dropped off, and um. She'll, she'll be back with us. You so. get nervous about your female parts getting nervous. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just, it's just honest. You may see, you know, people get nervous, but what part of them is actually getting nervous? Maybe they're nervous because it's waking up something inside of them. I guess so. <laughs> They've just been lying dormant there for a little while. But it's obvious, you know, sex sells and young young women with beautiful bodies, um, they prefer to go out there and sell those bodies. You know, their consequences is they're gonna have to try to keep being gorgeous and beautiful because mm-hmm. you gotta you're gonna get older. You're yeah. going to get older. And I think a lot of them don't think about that. You portray this image, you know, that you're out there with your butt hanging out and your breasts and everything else, 
what are you going to do when you get older and the butt ain't what it used to be and the breast ain't what it used to be? I just think that women truly need to think about think about what they're doing or what they're putting out. The younger mm-hmm. women should because eventually they're going to get older. And I think to see uh, an old woman with a boob job, that's kind of gross to me. <laughs> I don't know if you watch any of the Real Housewife shows, but they, all of those women, you know, they had things lifted and pulled, and they're all wearing mm-hmm. they're really long like they're teenagers. And no. I'm thinking, you know, you look good in an old woman kind of way, <laughs> but you yeah. don't look like you're, you don't look like you're 20, and you're not really kidding anybody. You know, we we know That's that right. you're an older woman. You don't want to look like that. I personally, I don't want to look like that. I mean, I would rather grow grow old gracefully, you know, and, and have like an ageless beauty about yourself, you know, than putting on pounds of makeup, getting something stuffed here, nicked here, pulled there, mm. sewed in, you know, stitched in, and in. I would rather, and I'm still having accomplished what I went out there to do because I still don't look like I'm 21. I mean, someone may tell me that, oh, you look good or something, but come on, you can look at them when the camera gets on them. You can look at them. You can see the age. You can see, you know, the dents in their bodies and stuff. I mean, it's it just, I don't understand. I really don't. I don't get it, you know, but... And I think society plays so much with it. And that shows like that don't help. No. I got women, you know, I had a friend that said she wanted a boob job. Oh, I just mm. want to get them lifted. Well, they, oh, it's well, it's all the procedures they have available today. Look at that. Now you can get a butt if you don't have a butt. <laughs> yeah. I'm I, serious. I, that I, is I, too I, ridiculous for me. I'm sorry. Because now it's, these, some of these procedures are bordering on cartoonish. Yeah. So where the women are looking like something, from, I'm serious, from like an anime cartoon. And how so is that book going to look when you're 50? <laughs> oh. You know what I mean? Because wow. you're, you're going to get older. Think about what you're doing to your bodies because you're going to get older. Unless you want to okay. die young and become a legend. Unless yeah, you want to die okay young. To look older, you know? Shouldn't your grandchildren have somebody that they can depend on and trust and not look like they're out trying to date some 17-year-old or something. Oh, my goodness. I want to do your mind. Everybody, everyone wants to be one of those uh, milfs. I know, Jackie, you know it. <laughs> well, I'm not a mother. I've never, I, Regina, I don't have children, but I know what a milf is. Well, you know what it means. You know what it means. Yes, I, I do. Regina, do you know what a milf is? No. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'll let uh, I'll have to type it to you. <laughs> oh my goodness! It's, it's, I'll give you a hint. It's just like um, the mother that you would like to ask. <laughs> I, don't remember. I can say it, but I'm not. I'm not gonna say the word. Oh, Ooh. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah. Oh I my gosh. <laughs> Well, you know, when that term first came out, I had no idea what the heck it meant. And I think it, I was watching um, Flavor Flav, you know, when he had that little dating show. Yeah. 
That's when I remember it coming out, but I had no idea what it meant. It took me a while to get on to that one. <laughs> so, but, oh, my goodness. Yeah. I'm so far behind time. Sorry, we're through talking about sex. <laughs> Oh, okay. No, no, no. We we uh, we can we can put sex to bed right now, especially since I'm not having any. <laughs> oh. oh boy. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> so we're gonna go into our um our next song uh that we're gonna hear. We're gonna take a break from the uh <laughs> the subject at hand. <laughs> And uh, we're going to go into our next song that we're going to hear from uh, Steve Hester, Where the Ground is Shaken in Memphis. And Sweetie Pie's going to get to that. And we will be right back with you. You're listening to the Lena Jones Diamond Network Diamond Forum. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the So what are we going to talk about next? Are we just about through?
Straight Shot, a Straight Shot to Memphis. Uh, he, that is on his uh, live at Juanita CD. If you would like to hook up with Steve or buy, purchase his CD, please visit him on ReverbNation.com slash Deja Voodoo. And you can, or hook up with him on Facebook too, Steve Hester on Facebook. And he has all different ways you can hook up with him to buy Purchase his CD or talk to him or see his event on his events tab. And we are back with the panel with uh, Blue Harmony and Regina Puckett. Blue Harmony, also long known as Jacqueline um, uh, Rainey. Jacqueline Rainey. Okay. And we have we have a you know about another fifteen minutes, fifteen to twenty minutes left on the panel. So we are going to skip over to our next subject, which is about um, um, where is feminism? <laughs> Did I say it right? Where is feminism gone? Where is it, and where is it headed? And uh, we are going to get started with um, women wanting to uh, have their own business, you know, have their own money. Uh, versus wanting to have the door opened for us. I mean, I'll just start it out with my take on it. I enjoy making my own money, but do I want to take care of the mortgage payment and the electricity and all that? No, I don't want it. I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't want the headache of it, you know. But at the same token, I do want to have my own income be able to do what it is that I, I want to do within the guidelines of not stepping on my um, significant other's toes or anything. You know, I want to be able to do that. I love getting flowers and, and perfume and um, candlelit dinners and opening up the car door for me. I still love that stuff. So what do you guys think? I think I want to be you. You, you get all that. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I, I'm right there, but for some reason, I'm I'm right now. I'm the one doing everything for myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would love to have a man, you know, jump in here and pay a few bills or something, but you know, <laughs> see, it's not it's not happening right now. But yeah, I mean, I, I need to, I, I would love to have my door open, have a man take me out on a romantic dinner, you know, things like that, flowers, gifts. Um, but at the same time, I I do I like to having that other side where I'm able to you know, go out and make my own money and, and be self-sufficient. 
and, and very independent as to where I don't have to depend on a man for things. But yeah. it's nice to have one there to do that. But <clears throat> well, today is my 42nd anniversary, so I've been married a oh, long time. Oh, happy anniversary, <laughs> Well, thank you. But, you know, we pretty much just put our money in the bank and we just pay everything. And so what mine is his and his is mine. So I really <laughs> I don't really have I much to, that. to go on. <laughs> well, what? What? Oh, I just, I just caught it. <laughs> you just got that. Yeah, yeah it was funny. Oh, my. yes. Pretty much, that's a marriage. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Pretty much, that's, that's uh, I don't know. My ex-husband, like, he asked me, I remember he asked me years ago, he said, well, damn, Jackie, can I wear the pants sometime? <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is always no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with being a, a strong-minded yeah. strong woman, a, you know, strong and being able to. I mean, if you, if you have to pay that mortgage and that, that electricity like you're doing, uh, Jackie, yourself, you know, if if you have to do it, ain't nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that, doing it in the marriage, especially if you have a a young-minded husband. And when I mean young-minded, means that his priority, he'll go and blow money on something real frivolous and stupid, you know, so mm-hmm. someone has to come in and say, okay, you know, if we're going to have money for our future, you can't do mm-hmm. it, so I'm going to take this over. You know, so there's, mm-hmm. there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I don't. I don't knock that. Not, I don't see in anything wrong wrong with it at all. But and um, and I don't mean to say but that's that part. And then there's the other part where there's the softer side of a woman that she wants to continue to be. I love being a female. I mean mm, all the yes. all the <laughs> all the stuff that goes along with it. The multiple attitudes, the multiple personalities, the change for that time of month, or the the change when you become older. You know, um, uh, things of that sort. All of it that's all in one big ball called woman. I love being mm. a woman, and I don't mm-hmm. think that if I had a choice that I would I would I would not want to be a man. But that that's mm. me. I love I love being a woman. I love being treated like a woman. I love being taken care of like a woman. But I also love the fact that you can be in a relationship and you can still have all that and and still be strong at the same time. You right. know, have your right. own, make your own. I mean, and maybe it's a, the dream relationship. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Where you where you can get all that and still be able to have you know. You know, have a strong say so in mm-hmm. in your relationship. You know, your opinion matters. I'm not talking mm-hmm. about being submissive. Being submissive right. submissive is a different uh, subject, mm. and you know, and that's a personal side, a private part of okay. you, you and that man. But uh, uh, on the out on the outside part, you you still have an opinion. He's not making decisions and saying, "Oh, she'll go along with what I say." <laughs> wow. And Ooh, I don't think see, I don't any, want I don't want to give any show a plug, so I'm not going to say the name of the show. But I I was watching it. See, I don't even have to say what night because I DVR'd it. <clears throat> and they were talking about stuff like that. They were talking about there is one uh, couple in there, married couple, and they are. She does believe in being submissive to her husband, mm-hmm. and she considers herself a, a relationship coach. And so she's busy trying to coach all these other women in their relationships and convince them to be submissive. 
to their husbands, which I, I, you know, I think I would definitely have a hard time with something like that. There is no way I could find myself in a relationship where I need to be submissive to a man. It's just not going to happen. But then but there, there was talk of um, when the man, one another uh, couple said, the man said, okay, my money became her money. But then he said to the whole group, your her, her uterus was no longer just her uterus. It became my uterus, too. Okay. Now, which was creeping me out a little bit, because I think a woman's body belongs to a woman, but also there was another couple there where the man wanted a child, but the woman wasn't ready. So it just got a little crazy, and I was like, wow. When the, since when does getting married mean that you have to turn your womb over? You know, I think a marriage, a good marriage, is about trusting each other, respecting each other. You know, mm-hmm. and I don't know that you shouldn't have to give up parts of yourself that you don't want to give up. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's, I think, that's all about finding a man that really loves you, not just a right. man that says he loves you, and then mm-hmm. otherwise. Right, that's right. Mm-hmm. And that, that's so true. Regina has such a a quaint way of looking at things, and it's it's, it's so cute. Is that a way of saying old fashioned? There's nothing wrong with being old fashioned. I mean, I love some some old fashioned things, you know. And but in today's society. Finding a woman to really be submissive. You said she was trying to talk women into doing it. Good luck with that. And today, where you have a generation of men that don't want to be men. And, and when I mm. mean don't want to be men, I'm not, I'm not, you know, gay bashing or homosexual things. So please right. don't mean anything like that. I'm talking about men that just don't want to go out there and pay the bill. They don't want to work. They, right. they they want you to work, and if it's two working people in the family, you don't you still can't quit your job, even though you're pregnant, and mm. you need a break. You know, you wow. need your paycheck. You know, I think we that's need where your it comes paycheck. in where the woman has to be strong. The woman has to say, "I'm not going to put up with that. Why would right. I want a man that's not going to help me? Why would you mm-hmm. want to do everything? That's not a marriage to me. I would that would be something I'd want to yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's that's true. That's true. But you you know you have a, a, a lot of them out there. There's nothing wrong with being you know submissive to your your spouse or your you know your 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 mate or whoever. There's nothing wrong with that in the privacy of your own home. But when it that that that's doing your intimate part. But when you're outside of that intimate part, you don't you don't have to be. If you don't feel like cooking dinner, you should not be forced to cook dinner. You know, if you don't feel like doing the groceries, I mean, share. You can share. He can work. You can work. But, you know, an understanding when it's time to have the baby, you can't expect me to still be, you know, you're you're a man, so you don't understand what it's like to have your belly all the way out to gay, and you're trying to maneuver and get around people, you know. Give me a break. Let me stay home. This is my time to stay home. And, you know, and you take care of it. You know, if you have that type of relationship or if you have the type of relationship going in it, you know that you both are going to work and, you know, uh, things, things of that sort. But mm. that's just, you know, just it's just my, my personal opinion. I love being a female, but I also love um, being able to make a decision 
having to say so in, in the finance of my home, having to say so in the decor of my house, having to say so in who comes into my comes in and out of my house, having to say mm. so on who and how my kids are going to be raised. You know, I'm talking about issues, things like that. You know, you don't want that far being taken care, taken, taken away from you and being mm. submissive, 100% submissive. That's what you're doing. You're giving someone control over your entire life. Wow. Now, I know men that they do figure that the uh, what, now, as women, we could say what you said, Regina. What's, what's mine is his. What's his is mine, and what's mine is mine. But and that's fine. Some men they don't have a problem with that. But when it comes to your body, mm-hmm. as far as they're concerned, that belongs to them. Mm. That belongs to them. And I have not met one man yet that have not said that her body belongs to me. I, I, I can understand that, but it goes that goes both ways. Yes, mm-hmm. if I'm with a I know, man, but he's my but husband, and he he needs to keep what belongs to me in his hands and just for me. Yes, but they but they don't else. see it that way. They don't. See, they say what your body is theirs, and their body is theirs. They say the same thing about their bodies as they do with their money. And I know I've gotten into several different um, debates, or or you know, with men, different men, Marines, and 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 men of you know macho men or you know, pretty much assholes that I've run across <laughs> that, I mean, oh, that, that, you know, that, that look at it this way. And this is the way they look at it. You know, they don't mind doing the paycheck thing and whatever, but it, when it comes to that woman's body, that mm-hmm. belongs to them. So, so, um, we uh we've had uh subject about about three different things um about uh, female feminism and 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 about uh sex uh sex cells and I don't know what happened to Nicole Richards but uh um I just want to say you know good luck to her and uh, we did miss you and we wish you to you would have joined us, and I, I don't know what happened. But there, are there any uh, last comments on any of the subjects that we talked about? I'm going to start with you, Regina. No, I think I pretty much covered it. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. <laughs> uh, I'm right there with Regina. I think we did a damn good job. I yes, think we did. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, I I do help hope that uh, we were able to help someone. You know, uh, the show was all about helping people in some form. Um, this right here on the Diamond Forum, forum excuse me, kind of lets people know that not only are we uh, self-employed entrepreneur authors, you know, whatever our, whatever your title is, you are a person too. You know, so there are issues and, and things that go on in all of our lives that uh, that affect us in, in some way. So this kind of gives the listening audience uh, a personal side of you, and it, you know, I, and it was good to hear that from from you guys. You know, your opinions on things. These are these are things outside of your books, and this is you know help 
help the um, listener to hear them and say, hey, you know what, I think I would like to read her book. You know, she sounds like an interesting person. Let me check out her book. You know, maybe someone who wasn't thinking about um, purchasing the book may purchase one <laughs> because they've heard they've heard a more personal side of you. You're not just the person on the social network, you know, promoting the book. You know, you dev, you know, went and dealt with some things that were personal that you brought out to to an open public in, in an open forum. <laughs> So once again, I'm going to let you guys give a shout-out on your book again, uh, um, where they can purchase them at. And, you know, and definitely you saw two different sides, two different authors, two different sides. You have Regina. She's a little old-fashioned. <laughs> and, and and there is nothing wrong with that. Women, you know, as women, we have all different types and kinds and personalities, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um so, um, Regina, she's a little old-fashioned. If you like a little bit old-fashioned, maybe some some not-too-steamy love scenes in your readings, go and check out her books. Um, she'll, she'll get deep, but she ain't going to get too deep with you. <laughs> now, if you want to get deep, you need to check out Jackie. <laughs> so, you want to get a little bit deeper? Check out uh, Blue Harmony series <laughs> of books. She'll she'll get deep with you. Yes, I will. <laughs> yes. And I I just want to tell you both that I truly truly enjoyed you guys taking the time from your busy schedules to sit here with me for almost two hours to, to discuss things that dug into your personal side. <laughs> So I'm going to let you go ahead and give your, um, your, uh, you know, your, your, your links and stuff once again. Go ahead. At this time, I'm going to start with Jackie. Jackie, go ahead. Um, my name is Jacqueline Rainey. I'm the author of uh, Blue's Eyes, Lifestyle Guide, a book of poems and stories, Tony's Blues, uh, a terrible love story about domestic violence, but my character is a strong woman. And my latest and greatest is Dark Harmony, all of which can be found on Amazon.com and also Barnes and Nobles. And please be on the lookout for my uh, upcoming fourth book in the next few months, um, entitled Dirty the Dragonfly Catcher. Oh, okay. Well, you know, you're going to have to come on and tell us about that book. You're a part yeah. of the family now. You know, yeah. you're, you're a part of the family now. You gotta, you gotta come in and you know talk about your stuff and put it out there and, and, and things of that sort because I'm always going to be coming up with, with some reason to bring you back. <laughs> <laughs> and I so. would love to go back and talk about my crazy character, Cassandra. Yes. Okay, yes. definitely. Just, you know, just stay in contact. Let me know when you want to do it, when is a good time for you to do it, you know, when okay. you think that time Thank might you. just be right. And, you know, just let me know and I'll, you know, I'll book it. And now, Regina, go ahead and let's hear, go ahead and give your plug. <laughs> okay. I'm Regina Puckett. I write, mostly I write sweet romances, but I do have a few poetry books, children's picture books, uh, some horror books, and some inspirational books. And I've actually written uh, three erotic horror books with my daughter, Charity <laughs> Parkerson. And all of them can be found on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Smashwords. Yes. 
Okay, now that you heard it from from you, uh, Sweet and Little Devil, little a little little horn. Miss <laughs> Jack, trying to cover everything. <laughs> Who needs oh a bodyguard? So if you're messing with them, stop messing with them. Cyber bullies. <laughs> Cyber alone because, you know, they're going to go and they're going to unfollow you. They're going to unblock you. And you keep it up, they're going to report you. Okay? I just want to say to the audience that, you know, if, you, if you're on social network and you're promoting yourself and you're trying to keep it strictly business and you have some butthole that's sending you nasty things or, or, or writing nasty things about you, just let them go. It's not worth keeping them. It's not worth keeping them. Just pull a plug, unfollow them, unlike them, unpost them, whatever. You know, more people will come to you, and you'll feel so good about it because <laughs> you won't have to listen to it or, or see it anymore. So, you know, don't be afraid. I know it's a numbers game, but remember, for every one that you lose, you will gain two more good ones. So, and... um on that note, I'm going to have Sweetie Pie pick the song of her choice to take it away and, and to take us out of here while I go say, personally say goodbye to my guests while the song is playing. Go ahead, Sweetie Pie. What are you going to go ahead and play for us?
Nat was Sweet Pie's Choice, uh, Lard Oli, I, I, I. Uh, she gets a chance to make her choices at the end of the show. That was a great forum. I'm so appreciative of my guests calling in, and I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And we'll have another one on the 28th of July will be another Diamond Forum. Remember, if you want to be a guest on the show, just send me an email to guest at lenajonesdiamondnetwork.com. And once you're an official guest, you can then go ahead and join the forum because I will ask you if you want to join it. I thank you again for listening to... Um, to the show. Next week, we're going to have That Boy Clipper in here. So all those That Boy Clipper fans out there, uh, I expect to hear from you. And I'm quite sure he does too. And we're going to have um, Mindy Fornoff off of uh, the nonprofit organization called Slutwalk. She'll be in here to tell us a little bit about their organization and what they do uh, in case you want to have donations, let you know any events, as well as that boy Clipper. He's going to let you know what's up and coming for him and what he has planned. And now I'm going to close my show, and I thank you all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Please continue to support entrepreneurs, self-employed, and the creative types. And if you, if you would like to have your music listened to, please send it to diamond.safehouse at gmail.com and diamond.safehouse at gmail.com and we are going to leave on one more note and I'm going to play uh, another Jimmy Pack song. I'm gonna, this one is called uh, Redemption. So go ahead, take it away um, Sweetie Pie and thank you again for watching the Lena Jones Diamond Network. Thank you. 